Karibu AMG Realtors. We have specialized in selling of land across the country in areas like Nanyuki, Naivasha, Nakuru, Juja, Kagunda Road, Malindi and the Abadeas. Contact us today for land investment solutions and have your title deed delivered within 60 days upon completion of payment. SMS AMG to 402-99 or call us on plus 254-748-229-941. AMG Realtors, we don't just deal in land, we deal in value. Thank you so much. Like, Mark, this is about to be an exciting podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today. How are you? I'm good, Fabe. I'm really good. I'm really good. I'm, uh, it's Friday, and I'm, I'm happy for the weekend to spend some time with my family and, and to be on this show. Ah, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. This is exciting because, you know, there's so much, you know, we can talk about in 30 minutes but i I think the major part of today's conversation is really going to help people think better it's a weekend so everybody's thinking about party going out spending time netflix and chill you know all the good stuff you know but all this at the same time when it comes back to the next week how can people prepare themselves for those things and stay balanced yeah yeah i I think the me of the me of six years ago would be Thinking about parties now, I'm like, I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> get me home, get that door shut, relax. You know, times change. Exactly, exactly. So it'd be great for them to know more about you, what you do. Just give us a little background of, you know, what Mark is up to right now. All right, sure. I'll give you the very quick background. Started in corporate, grew up in the United Kingdom, didn't like corporate, didn't know what I wanted to do. Ended up in Colombia. You can go to that more if you want. Met my beautiful Colombian wife, Paula, two kids. Now I'm in Florida. We just moved to Florida and we help um, small businesses and, and B2B consultants to ultimately get clients and get clients consistently without having to like beg people on messages. Hi, how are you? It's nice to meet you. You know what it's like. Hi there. I see we both breathe air is literally what I'm seeing on LinkedIn <laughs> these days. So we kind of invo- avo- help people avoid that. Amazing. So the, the synopsis. Wow, that's amazing because that is yeah. really, you know, that's the goal. That's the driven factor. And that's what people are trying to get to. And that's why they're getting yeah. all these messages. So people don't think yeah. about the other ways or they don't think about the disruptive ways of building that relationship. No. No, they don't. They don't. It's um, and, and that's fine. There's, there's no wrong or right. Some people have built successful businesses on that. And I always say I'm not the guy here to tell you that you're doing what you're doing is wrong, because what's right and what wrong, what's wrong is what works. And if it works, you don't change it. But if it don't, you probably want to change something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's my philosophy. Hundred yeah. percent. Because I'm thinking about clients, leads, yeah. sales, conversions, yeah. like all these numbers. You know, people talk about them, but they forget about the human-to-human relationships. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Do you want want me to speak to that? I would love to hear what your thoughts are. I I think if we go in our feed, we we, we, we kind of could easily get persuaded that you, you have to do human or you have to do automation. I think ultimately everyone has kind of a continuum and, and we're all working to this continuum. This perfect personalization takes a long time, but gets amazing results. At the other end, this a more automation 
doesn't take very long and doesn't get many results. We all have to find our position on the continuum in terms of what we're able to, um, that's the best way to put it, to do without feeling off, without ruining our brand. And ultimately, I think everyone's building that, 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 that business and trying to find that place where you don't spend much time and you get the results versus spending a lot of time and, and, and just having no time for anything else. That's what we, we, we try and do. We try and find that good place on the continuum where it doesn't take a long time, but equally it's not destroying your brand, your reputation, your business, and people are going to be like, you know, turning their back on you when you walk in a room if they meet you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what we try and do. And, and it's, it's, it, it works. It works. I believe so, because I'm thinking about like mixing or blending or you know yeah. integrating family business lifestyle yeah. that is yeah. a big topic because we have yeah. a thousand entrepreneurs we have a thousand coaches yeah. you know we have a thousand leads but what are we doing with our time and the people that we're spending time with exactly and, and we all have our different values and, and again there's no wrong or right values and, and ethics and what we ain't going down that, that road today right but by their nature they are um they are our own and, and I can be right and say something and, and you can be right and say something that's different to me because they're ultimately our own and my, my values are uh, I ain't building a business that doesn't allow me to spend time with family mm. that ain't happening and, and that's my value system and someone else might want to build a business to, to buy a Lamborghini and that's right too I ain't going to argue with you I'm just just how I've created my business you know that's beautiful because that is the beginning of building that relationship you know, because yep. if you can't build yeah. relationship with your family, how can you build relationship with a prospect, a client, uh, a, a cold lead, uh, a person, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I, I would take that even further. If you can't build a relationship with yourself and you don't have a relationship of integrity with yourself, a relationship of health with yourself, it's very difficult to then build a relationship with another human being. And and. Like everything in life, it's, everything starts with ourselves. And, and I used to be in a place, I think, where I didn't have a good relationship with myself. I used to go out and, funny enough, party and stay out all weekend and, and look for these escape behaviours, which was drinking, which was social, anything that could escape me having to deal with myself. And funnily enough, at that time in my life, I didn't have a really good relationship with others. And, and mm. I think that there is a pattern. We've got to, we've got to have that relationship with ourselves in order to be able to have relationships with others and yes yeah, that's something i've discovered and i don't want this to become a, a, a therapy session but you know that's what worked for me yeah for you might not you know that's true because now yeah it, it boils down to you know conversations yeah. Because like you just started earlier, you were like, hello, how are you? You know, some people don't even know how to start a DM conversation. Like they get stuck at hello. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky and, and, and it, it can be tricky and, and there is an art to it and there is a science to it. And some people will just send automation all day and that's fine. I can't do that. I think... I think that I think that the prerequisite. Let, let's put it this way: if you want somebody to spend fifteen minutes on a phone call with you, you know, let's have a fifteen-minute virtual coffee, and you can't be bothered to spend ten seconds looking back to your history, like I did, you know, before this this call. I've got it up here. I can see that you you did various things before you you came to the states. Favor. I can see. Um, see Nairobi Kenya I can see Coke Studio I can see Fine African Media Entertainment 
if I'm going to come on a show, I very much have to at least take that time to find out your background and history before I speak to you. And it's the same on social media. Like, hi, let's have a virtual coffee. I haven't even taken two minutes of my life to look at your background, but I still want to speak to you. It's just not congruent. Do you know what I mean? That is so true. <laughs> that's a that's a good point. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's it's this give and take in life, and you gotta give if you want to take. Um, I, and if you don't agree with what I'm saying, that's cool too. <laughs> that's just how I feel. No, that is hundred percent correct. Because now, when you think about those relationships, you know, okay, where is the experience? Where can I build conversations from? Because if you just yeah. open a... Bl- it's like an interview that you don't know what's going to happen next, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's true. Everyone wants to give the take, 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 and there's no give. But I'm, this is not me. If you look at Tony Robbins and, and all the great people that, that understand human behavior, they all start... They talk about some way, shape, or form giving. So are you going to give someone 30 seconds of your time before you ask them for your time? That's what mm. You know? Yeah. That is deep. Come to think of it, when you think about the time you're spending and you're not asking for anything in return, yeah, it's the best part because you've sowed a seed and you've applied concept. Yeah, yeah. You, you you would be amazed. I mean, we do a lot of LinkedIn advertising, but we also have personalized messaging, which is important. If you take the time to, to comment on someone something did 10 years ago, you'd be amazed how much of people will engage because it's just, there's no one doing it. It doesn't take becoming a master of persuasion and the, the, the art of influence to start conversations. It just takes 10 seconds of your life to look what they did 10 years ago and ask them about it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's that simple. That's true. That's 100% correct because that builds that no like trust factor yeah it does it does just just have an interest in human beings and you'll build a business and i can feel that on this show by the way and that's why i'm open up. i can feel you have a, a genuine interest and, and that's probably why you enjoy doing the interviews right, so, right, right <laughs> i'm just speculating no right? i appreciate that because sometimes when people think about podcasting some people just do podcasting but podcasting for me is like that vertical that makes it a, a place for me mm-hmm. to connect with people and we've connected with mm-hmm over 50 plus countries you know just yeah on this so i'm like what better way <laughs> you know can i invest my time and invest that value in people that can be able to you know give that back because 45 minutes here could save someone two hours of research tomorrow yeah yeah exactly well i i i'm in, I'm in a mastermind and, and and the guy always says um, he says all you need is one idea everything is one idea you know the difference between where you are now and, and where you want to be is one idea. The difference between a successful business and an unsuccessful business is one idea. We just need one idea. And, and, and that's it, you know. So hopefully someone gets one idea or something that can help them move forward from listening to this. That's our biggest thing, you know. 100%. Now, you mentioned one idea. So mm-hmm. when, you, when I hear idea, I go to Pinterest. Yeah, oh, really? <laughs> I don't know how to use it. I'm never thinking out Pinterest. You know you know what? I was even thinking, as you mentioned LinkedIn ads, I was like, let's do a little bit of some breakdown between LinkedIn ads and Pinterest ads. 
because yeah. I'm very much into SEO and that's yeah. a whole lot of content marketing and Pinterest is a yeah. strong competitor. So I yeah. wanted to know like, how can we look at LinkedIn advertising and like you said, build that relationship because these are ideas that you're you know, planting and yeah. nurturing with. So, so the way we do LinkedIn advertising is very different to the, the way a lot of people do it. And, and it, I, I, it sounds like you're big on the numbers and, and, and so forth and, and analytics. And we looked at the data. Okay. And the data says that people don't spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. In fact, the data says the average time a B2B decision maker spends on LinkedIn per week is like 28 minutes. Wow. With a cup of coffee. I ain't going to get cold in the, wow. in the time someone spends on LinkedIn versus Facebook. You're talking 12 hours, which is enough time to fly from where I am back home to London, do you know what I mean? And, and, and clear passport control. And the, the way that the ads work, if, if, if you've got this level of understanding of SEO, it's just basically supply and demand. It's like at Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's really hard to get an ad to work. Well, it's harder unless you're selling something for Christmas because there's just so much demand on the platform. And and, right. and basically what that means, if, if, if there's not a lot of people spending a lot of time on the platform, there's a lot of competition. So LinkedIn ads tend to be expensive. So what we tend to do is actually use Facebook at the front of funnel, which is the first point of contact. And we have the retargeting tag, the LinkedIn Insight tag, which just basically means if someone hits our landing page, we can then retarget them. That's how we do LinkedIn ads. So mm -hmm. we, we actually looked at the data and, and we use Facebook at the front of funnel, which enables the LinkedIn retargeting ads and to put the ad in front of them when they're on the feed. And it guarantees they see our content. Because to me, David, like you either pay with your time or you pay with your money. And I want people to guarantee, I want to guarantee that people see my content so I pay with money. And that's how we do the LinkedIn ads. Mm, that's, that's really important because when I think about Pinterest advertising too, it's the yeah. same. It's the same approach because you want people to see yeah. it. It's an idea. You're inspiring them. You're giving them value, and then you're pointing yeah. information for them to do their own research. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the overarching theme with any form of advertising is, and, and even SEO and anything is, is you're finding people that are, are what I call active buyers. I mean, it's called various things. It's the pit buyers pyramid whatever but it what however you look at it whatever statistic you look at it they vary a very, only a small percentage of your market is like aware they've got a problem and actively looking to solve that problem i.e buy something and that's what all these things allow you to find you know and get mm. those good quality inbound leads um out, outreach is 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 important and, and as we said earlier it's important to have some sort of strategy around that but it's harder to find the people that that, that they're actively looking to buy so it's a longer term Grind. I think that's the wrong word, but it's the long-term play. Because if you go to LinkedIn, how do you find someone that's looking to buy something? Because there's no behavioral search. There's no, you, you know, you can search based on someone being a CEO and living in New York. But that don't tell you anything about what they want to buy. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, unless they actually post on their feed. Hi there. Um, I've got my credit card here and I'm looking for an SEO specialist right now in Florida. Please hit my... I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> and you don't message someone. And, well, maybe you do, but it's an edge case. Hi, you message someone. Hi, name. Just saw you. Just saw you worked it. Oh, I'm so glad you messaged. Like, how do I buy? I just looked at your profile, and I need what you're selling right now. That don't happen. <laughs> and if it does, kudos to you, because you figured it out. And contact me if you've got that system. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> because. <laughs> You know, that's so great that you mentioned that because 
now I'm thinking when people are targeting ads, you know, they're like, oh, my ad's going to see a thousand people. For me, I'm like, no, out of a thousand people, what's your conversion rate? What are the keywords? What is the imagery? What is the message? What is the PR? What is the relationship module? So when they see that differently, they don't think about those things. They're like, oh, yeah, we got seven clicks. And I'm like, those clicks didn't get you anything but just data. You know, but yeah. you if you yeah. can't translate that, you wouldn't know. Yeah. And why I love Pinterest, too, is because they, like, out of everything else, they also focus on interest and keywords. Because yeah. with interest, if you know, okay, like you just mentioned, if you don't know about this person's interest, if you don't know they like food yeah. or they like to go grocery shopping, you wouldn't know those things if you don't know how well yeah. your the psychographics, you know, work with your demographics. Exactly, and and that's how I've always uh, approached business. And, and don't get me wrong, I started sales in two thousand three. I've done cold calling with the best of them for years, and I can still do outbound if I need to. But ultimately, I prefer people coming to me that are actively buying because people talk about, oh, I don't want to feel salesy, I don't want to feel salesy. People love to be sold to if they're looking to solve a problem. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's nothing to do with what you say. It's who you're speaking to and their stage of awareness. It's really that simple. If you're speaking to someone that's you know, on the way to the vet because their cat got sick and you're like, oh, do you want to buy my thing? They ain't going to be interested. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They've got other priorities and the cat, we all know my wife has cats and my criticize the cats. That's how I know I put cats out to other people. And if you're behind the cat, <laughs> good luck. Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <Could ever work. laughs> that is so true. That is so true because <clears throat> I'm thinking now about like how that strategy works because as soon as you mentioned b2b i started thinking okay when i put my seo hat on for example and i say okay the the click-through rate for b2b is about 2.2 percent yep and if you're not above that threshold and you're not building relationships how are you going to bring in that inbound traffic yeah yeah it's it's true it's true. You've got to have a, you've got to have a system that works and works consistently. And if you can build, boil it down to knowing your numbers, or of a better expression, you are in business. I know that I, I just know that I need a. I don't look at lead costs so much when it comes to, to ads because I just know I need a certain amount of people on on a webinar. Mm. I've got a certain amount of people on a webinar. I know a certain amount of calls, and I know a certain amount will become clients. So. All I look at is how how can I fill a webinar? That's it. That's, those are the numbers that count in my business. So when you say fill a webinar, what are the layers mm-hmm. someone can think about? Because people don't they don't think about the technical and the creative parts. Um, in terms of the advertising you're talking about, yeah. All right. So, so we want two funnels. The first funnel is we'll run a Facebook ad and and then we'll generate inbound connects on LinkedIn. So that will give me their email, they'll give me their SMS, and then there'll be a redirect to a LinkedIn profile, which means I've consistent inbound leads on LinkedIn every day. From there, I want to get you know I want to get a hundred to hundred fifty registrations for a live training every week, and I show up on a live training and I teach people, and then I make an offer if they they want to book a call. So I just want to make sure a certain amount of people are coming to my world every week. If a certain amount of new people are coming to my world every week, I'm good. What are we paying at the moment? Like $20 a lead or something? That's good for me. That works. Mm. I mean, I I could probably pay a lot less, but we don't really look at... And this is this is the important thing. People say, oh, what's your cost per lead? I need a lower cost per lead. When I've gone for a lower cost per lead, I've, 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 I've tended to get people from business opportunity markets, which are people that don't actually have a business. Mm. We, we work with them, 
But the majority of people we work with have got one step in the world of having a business, and that costs more. Is there right. more educated buyers? So we don't just look at cost per lead, we look at quality per lead. And then, so it's quantitative and qualitative. You know, you've got to have the right people. If you're selling, um, if, if, if you're selling steak and you've got vegetarians coming through the funnel, you're not going to have much joy. Do you know what I mean? You've got to have the right people. Right. That's true. Yeah. That's deep. I love how you put that because now it, it think like you're thinking about your profile. You're thinking about yeah. your how do you stand out, and when you stand yeah. out, what makes you stand out? Is it the copy? Is it the verbiage? Yeah. Is it the color? Well, yeah, and it, it, I think it's even more foundation. That's true, but take it back a step. The message cannot be compelling unless it's specific. The message cannot be compelling unless it's specific. I know exactly who my avatar is, how they think, what they eat, what they like to talk about, what they don't like to talk about. I know the imagery and symbolism they'll respond to. I uh, like, like, I know if something like... If someone comes into my funnel and they wear a suit and tie, you know, just not up to your neck, right? I'm cancelling that call. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> buys from me that wears a suit and tie. In fact, is that a thing now? Like, did that go out with the you-know-what two years ago? But I'm like, I used to work in corporate, but if someone's in a suit and tie, they ain't buying from me. You know I mean, it's just how it is. <laughs> I'm not that vibe. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry to say <laughs> No, this is classic. This is why I love this podcast because you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with suit and ties. Nothing wrong with suit and ties. Don't get upset. Don't, don't write to me. It's just not my vibe. Yeah, you know, and that's the whole point of having your, you know, your ICA, your ideal client avatar, yeah. you know. And yeah. people spend time on focus groups on, you know, research and development. Yeah. But the businesses yeah. that are growing, entrepreneurs, they're not really thinking about those things they're not looking at the big brands and like yeah. oh how did they pull this off but you forgot that they have a strategy that works you know like a well-oiled yeah. machine if you if you stand for everything you stand for nothing and if you stand for everything your message is not specific i mean look you you can be like youtube is it's great and the, the youtube ads for the various supplements they will be what i call an every person offer the, the, the market for supplements and improving your health in the united states is massive the market for what I sell is not. So you've got to know your place. You've got to know who you're talking to and what you're selling, you know? That's so true. That's so true. And how does even someone, how do you like start thinking about the difference between this is a genuine message and this is a funny message? For example, on LinkedIn, you can get a message from someone and you read the copy, it sounds so professional. And then the next message is like an automated text. I think, I think it, you know what I mean? It's, it's some people get great success with automated messages and, and they don't care about their brand and, and they don't because they're selling what I would call something that's transactional. Mm. You know, you sell a bucket of bleach or, or cleaning product, that's a transactional product. But if you're selling, like one of my clients, Randy, you know, marriage coaching to separated Christian men who want to get their wife back. That's the, that's the opposite of transaction, and it's very personalized. He's not going to be like messaging people going, Hi, name, I was just checking your um, your uh, 
it's, it's a really difficult message. Like, I was just checking your photos. You look a bit sad, and the wife isn't in them anymore. What's going on? You don't write that, right? You've got to be, mm-hmm. you've got to be very delicate and, and, and relational as opposed to transactional. So I think it's important to understand where your service sits on that, on that, that kind of again going to the continuums. Is it transactional? Is it relational? And do what works for you, and, and do what works for you, and don't listen to people that tells you it don't work if it works. That's true. And when you receive a message, I was like, how do I feel? How does it land on me? And sometimes, because someone can send me something transactional, it just doesn't it so well. I'm like, that, I don't, that doesn't feel off. Do you know what? I'm going to learn from this. But sometimes they send me something and I'm just like, that's not good. That's not good, right? You look a bit fat. Do you want to join my executive training? No. Wow. I don't say you look fat, but that's how it feels. You know what I mean? Right. It's very hard. For, for going off on a tangent, like I did the other week, I sell training for, that helps busy executive men lose weight. I'm like, do I need to lose weight? Do you know it landed the wrong way? Right, exactly. And people don't think about those intonations, you know, because yeah. it's the feel and the reaction you get from, oh, yeah. this is a pain point. So you've addressed yeah. a pain point, but now to solve it, you have to get that courage and confidence to trust that person. Yeah, you do. You do, you do 100%. It's all about communication is not what you want to say, it's how it's received. And that's what people have to remember. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. If there's anything you can tell someone who is thinking about LinkedIn, because you know, right now there's LinkedIn audio, LinkedIn events, you know, LinkedIn creator profile, yeah. LinkedIn jobs. Sorts, yeah, so, and then there's LinkedIn learning. So, how can someone use it and be resourceful oh, and, and save time? Yeah, I have, I have, this is an answer we, this is a question we get a lot, and, 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 and I've answered it a lot. And over the years, I've, I've seen this come down to one thing and one thing only intention. You cannot control how somebody will respond. You can't control people. And if you think you can control people, that's another conversation for another day, right? But you can only take your intention to do social media, all the things you've just said, the audio, the creator, they're they're all tools. They're all tools to connect with other human beings. All you have to have is the right intention. And to me, your intention should be, if you want to build a business, can I help this person? Can I come from a place of wanting to help and support and move this person's life or business forward? And if you do that and do all your communication with that intention in mind, that's all you can do. Some people respond in kind, some people ignore you, some people will hate on you. But if you've gone in with the right intention, you can just hold your head up high and continue doing that every day and people will respond. It's as simple as that. Ooh. Get the right help. Get the right help and know that you've, you've positioned your business in the right way and doing it. But above all, just to say it again, have the right intention. That's mm. all you can do. That's amazing. And when I think about intention now, there are different ways you can build that when you build relationships yep. online. So yep. from what I see nowadays, you know, just based on being on LinkedIn and seeing what the trends are, it, it's like polls, carousels, documents, they get more. And of course, commenting on people's posts and being, you know, giving your two cents. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's true. I mean, I, I just spoke about this in the training, the algorithm, right? Like LinkedIn, <laughs> the LinkedIn gods. And I don't actually even teach that in my programs anymore. I, I literally have a slide. Look, this is about building relationships. It's about communication and intention. If you want the algorithm, if you know what time you want to post, if you want to know how to set up an event, go Google it. I ain't teaching that. Mm. This is about how to build relationships. You know? There's so much information available and all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's, it's all readily available now. You can, you can Google within 30 seconds. You can know the exact right time to post and you can know how the algorithm will respond. 
I'm not here to teach that. Right. You know? That's what I say to people. And your time is valuable, so you don't even want to waste their time on that. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and the thing is, if I teach it, it'll be out of date in a month. They'll change something, right? And right. I'm just going to have to update the whole video. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Come to think of it, <laughs> someone on Clubhouse, I don't remember what room, but someone was just talking about how because the algorithm changed, he has to change his whole course. And yeah, I was like, I, whoa. <laughs> No, I mean, I think there's different levels of teaching. Without going into detail, there's tactical teaching, and tactical teaching is important, but you can get it on Google. Strategy, tactics is what to do, right? Go Google when to post, what time. The strategy is why. And above that, the foundation of principles of psychology is understanding human beings. I think programmers should be taught at a strategic and foundational level, not at a tactical level. And the the tactics are important, but they should be separated out, and the, 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 the client should be made aware of what a tactic is versus what a strategy is and the foundational principle. And right. that, because that leads to them making things work for them. If they're just ultimately following tactics paid by numbers, like what works for me and my personality isn't going to work for them. Do you know what I mean? I've got a certain accent, a certain background, a certain set of collective experiences, and I attract a certain type of person versus them who's going to have another entirely different stories, experiences, beliefs. They're going to have a different vibe, a different personality. So what's going to... And a different type of person they want to attract. So if they copy me... They're going to attract people that are attracted to me. Do you know what I mean? They've got to figure out their own way. Right. That's 100% true. And thinking is that process that begins with, like you said, investing in yourself, loving yourself, being being yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm big on that. I'm big on that. Because it's it's you. (laughs) It's you that you need to attract. If you're someone else, you're going to attract that other person, you know? That is so true. You attract who you attract. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't get who we want, we get who we are. Exactly. A mentor of me once said, and I have to give a shout out to, to Myron Golden because that's one of his phrases. That's amazing. He's a good guy, yeah. That's Check amazing. Him out if you, yeah. yeah, definitely. That's why I love this podcast because people hear those little things and like, what did he say? Like, <laughs> go back 15 seconds because I missed that. Yeah. So it's beautiful how we just connect and build all this together. Yeah. I really appreciate you, Mark, for being here and connecting yeah. with us for sure. You know, if there's any way they can reach out to you, because I'm, I'm sure they're thinking, okay, now I got all this information and I need to connect with Mark. Where can I go? I th- I'll tell you, but I first of all want to say thank you for being a great interview and having great energy. I do I do a lot of these now. Um, some are good, some are not so good. They all teach you something more valuable. I've really enjoyed this. Um, but yeah, if you want to reach out, www.clientsimpact.com. Clientsimpact.com. Clients with an S impact.com we rotate the free gifts but I can guarantee the free gift will be good it's usually a LinkedIn process or just an elaboration or something but they, right now if you go right now it's, um, it's a guide to you know setting up the whole LinkedIn ads and, and we've also got lots of resources around connecting with people on LinkedIn events I promise it'll be worth your time on several there www.clientsimpact.com amazing thank you so much Mark I appreciate your time thank and I you. look forward to you know, bringing you back here again in the new season. Thank you.